It's Tuesday, October 17th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The White House announced on Monday President Biden is scrapping a planned trip to Colorado just hours before he was set to depart so he can instead hold meetings with his national security team as Israel's war with Hamas appears set to escalate. Discussions are underway for a possible Biden visit to the Middle East after Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu extended an invitation to Biden, though the White House said Sunday it has no new travel plans to announce at this time. Israel has amassed forces on the Gaza border ahead of a potential invasion into the Strip. Since last weekend's attack by Hamas terrorists that left more than 1,400 dead in Israel, The Israelis have unleashed a massive bombing campaign on Gaza, and the country's military has warned civilians to evacuate the northern part of the Gaza Strip. In other news, Ford Motor Company Executive Chairman Bill Ford called on auto workers to come together to end a month-long strike that he says could cost the company the ability to invest in the future. In a rare speech during contract talks in the company's hometown of Dearborn, Michigan, Ford said high labor costs could limit spending to develop new vehicles and invest in factories. It's the absolute lifeblood of our company, and if we lose it, we will lose to the competition. America loses, many jobs will be lost, said the great-grandson of company founder Henry Ford. The company, he said, builds more vehicles in America and has more United Auto Workers employees than any company, which has increased its costs in a highly competitive industry. Ford has 57,000 UAW workers compared with 46,000 at GM and 43,000 at Stellantis. Many of our competitors moved jobs to Mexico as we added jobs here in the U.S., Mr. Ford said. The company is near an impasse with the United Auto Workers Union, which walked out in targeted strikes at all three Detroit automakers on September 15th. Last week, 8,700 union members walked out at the largest and most profitable Ford plant in the world, the Kentucky Truck Plant in Louisville. In world news, center-right candidate Daniel Noboa, the 35-year-old son of a banana tycoon, will become Ecuador's next president following an election driven by concerns over rising violence and a worsening security situation in the Latin American nation. More than 10 million people have voted in the presidential election, and data from the National Electoral Council of Ecuador shows Naboa obtained 52.3% of the votes. Ecuador's president-elect has pledged to create more work opportunities for the young, bring in more foreign investment, using technology to fight crime, and has suggested several anti-corruption measures, including sentences for tax evasion. Crime remained at the forefront of Ecuador's runoff vote months after the high-profile assassination of another presidential candidate, Fernando Villavicencio, who was slain days before the August 20 first-round poll. Back in the U.S., a federal judge Monday restricted what Donald Trump can say about his election interference prosecution in Washington, saying the former president's free speech rights are not greater than those of other criminal defendants just because he is making another bid for the White House. This is not about whether I like the language Mr. Trump uses, U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkan said at the end of a contentious two-hour hearing. 
This is about language that presents a danger to the administration of justice, she said. The partial gag order, which Chutkan said she would outline further in court filings, sought to balance Trump's First Amendment rights with prosecutors' concerns that his frequent social media attacks would intimidate witnesses and jeopardize the integrity of the case. She agreed with prosecutors' request to bar Trump from making threatening comments about special counsel Jack Smith and his team, but set no new limits on his ability to criticize the Biden administration or blast the charges as politically motivated. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.